How I Do It, Saphenous Nerve Block, by Dr. Ashley Matthews Schilling and Dr. Paul DeMarco from the University of Virginia. The saphenous nerve can be elusive, and the multitude of approaches to blocking it only adds to the complexity of understanding and mastering its course. The nerve can be blocked essentially anywhere from the neuraxis and lumbar plexus to where it courses distally at the medial malleolus. When in doubt on a multiple-choice test, all of the above is likely correct. The supraingual fascia iliaca block will anesthetize the saphenous nerve. True. Local anesthetic administered in the distal femoral triangle blocks the saphenous nerve. True. The adductor canal AC block anesthetizes the saphenous nerve. True. A medial ring block in the supracondylar region blocks the saphenous nerve. True. However, studies describing the adductor canal block, one of the most common approaches to saphenous nerve blockade, are frequently inconsistent and sometimes use incorrect terminology. Therefore, starting with a basic anatomy review is prudent. Saphenous nerve anatomy. The saphenous nerve, nerve roots L3 and L4, is the femoral nerve's largest cutaneous branch and originates from its posterior branch. The nerve runs lateral to the superficial femoral artery, SFA, in the adductor canal, also known as Hunter's Canal or the subsartorial canal. The nerve is initially located lateral to the artery. Then it crosses the superficial femoral artery anteriorly and runs medially with the superficial femoral artery until emerging from the adductor canal with the saphenous branch of the descending genicular artery, SDGA. That small arterial branch can be useful in identifying the nerve distally in the thigh. After the nerve pierces the fascia lata between the gracilis and sartorius muscles, it divides into the infrapatellar and distal saphenous branches. The infrapatellar branch innervates the anterior inferior knee capsule and the skin below the patella. The distal saphenous branch courses laterally to the great saphenous vein in the lower leg, innervating the skin of the lower leg medially and sending off a branch into the medial ankle. Adductor Canal Anatomy John Hunter described the adductor canal in the 18th century. It is typically defined by its surrounding structures. The canal is bordered laterally by the fascia of the vastus medialis, posteromedially by the fascia of the adductor longus and magnus, and anteriorly by the sartorius muscle. The true adductor canal begins at the distal femoral triangle and ends at the adductor hiatus. The start is demarcated by the intersection of the medial border of the adductor longus with the medial border of the sartorius. The vasto-adductor or vasoadductor membrane creates a roof for a portion of the aponeurotic tunnel. This covered portion is sometimes referred to as the adductor canal proper. The adductor canal's components vary anatomically, resulting in sometimes conflicting studies and sources. The saphenous nerve is consistently located in the adductor canal and contributes to the patellar plexus and the subsartorial plexus.
Although the medial femoral cutaneous nerve is noted as being in the canal in up to 61% of cadavers, other descriptions note that it is not contained within the adductor canal. The anterior cutaneous branch of the obturator nerve is inconsistent in its location within the adductor canal, 21%, as is the superior medial genicular nerve. The genicular branch of the posterior division of the obturator nerve is more likely to be located in the distal adductor canal. It is important to note that nerves located in the adductor canal do not necessarily equate with nerves blocked by an adductor canal block. History of the saphenous nerve block Historically, saphenous nerve blocks were performed as cutaneous field blocks using an above-the-knee femoral pericondylar approach or below-the-knee using the greater saphenous vein as a landmark. In 1993, Van der Waal and others demonstrated a more proximal method of blocking the saphenous nerve using a landmark-based, loss-of-resistance, transsartorial approach. The authors compared the three approaches for blocking the saphenous nerve and found the proximal transsartorial approach to be 80% successful with the more distal approaches less successful, 65% for pericondylar and 40% for saphenous vein landmark. In a cadaveric study, Horn and colleagues identified the saphenous nerve as it exited the adductor canal and demonstrated its consistent course with the saphenous branch of the descending genicular artery. Manichem and others then described ultrasound guidance for a saphenous nerve block more proximal in the adductor canal in a small descriptive study of patients undergoing foot and ankle surgery. In 2011, a study of continuous adductor canal blocks for adjuvant postoperative analgesia in eight patients undergoing total knee arthroscopy was published that found the new block preserved quadriceps muscle strength and improved mobilization. A study by Marion and colleagues demonstrated that an ultrasound-guided adductor canal block approaching the saphenous nerve lateral to the superficial femoral artery was more successful than the distal transsartorial saphenous nerve block approach using the saphenous branch of the descending genicular artery as a landmark. A 22-person volunteer study by Wong and others helped to better define the adductor canal and its relation to surface anatomy in healthy volunteers. The authors demonstrated that the midpoint between the anterior superior iliac spine and patella is proximal to the start of the adductor canal and is more consistently the location of the distal femoral triangle. This finding suggests that many of the studies performing adductor canal blocks at the mid-thigh level targeting the anterolateral portion of the superficial femoral artery are not actually performing adductor canal blocks, but rather distal femoral triangle blocks. A more recent cadaver study helped differentiate distal femoral triangle blocks from proximal adductor canal blocks and define the contents that adductor canals block. Using a 10-milliliter dye injection in a proximal adductor canal block, the authors found spread to the saphenous nerve as well as the posteromedial branch of the nerve to vastus medialis, NVM. Additionally, the superior medial genicular nerve branch from the nerve to vastus medialis 
and the genicular branch of obturator nerve were stained with this small volume injected into the adductor canal. This is significant because while not in the adductor canal proper, the posterior medial branch of the nerve to vastus medialis innervates the medial knee capsule. The authors concluded that both the distal femoral triangle block and the proximal adductor canal may offer significant analgesia to the knee joint through blockade of the saphenous nerve posterior medial branch of the nerve to vastus medialis, superior medial genicular nerve, and genicular branch of the obturator nerve, but the distal adductor canal block was associated with greater motor sparing of other nerve to vastus medialis branches. The search to find the perfect motor sparing analgesic block for early ambulating total knee arthroscopy patients who are at risk for falls with or without a peripheral nerve block has instigated many studies comparing different approaches. In meta-analysis, the adductor canal block was shown to be non-inferior to a femoral nerve block for outcomes of pain scores and opioid consumption with spared motor function. As noted, whether the blocks included in the studies were a true adductor canal block or a distal femoral triangle block can be debated. Nonetheless, both blocks offer motor sparing advantages over a femoral nerve block with analgesia to some of the many nerves innervating the knee joint. Indications Figure 6 provides an overview of surgical indications for an adductor canal block. For a procedure on the knee, a distal femoral triangle or proximal adductor canal block is likely beneficial secondary to blockade of the posterior branch of the nerve to vastus medialis. For procedures below the knee, a more distal adductor canal block may minimize the significant motor weakness that can accompany blockade of the proximal motor branches of the nerve to vastus medialis. Supplies High-frequency linear ultrasound probe 80mm 22-gauge needle 10 to 15 milliliters of local anesthetic of choice. Positioning, technique, approach. Position the patient supine with the leg slightly externally rotated. Place the high-frequency ultrasound transducer over the anteromedial thigh, usually starting in the mid-thigh. Move the probe axially to find the superficial femoral artery which should be located below the boat-shaped sartorius muscle. Move the probe caudally to identify the vastus medialis, adductor longus, and adductor magnus. The adductor canal is defined where the medial border of the vastus medialis intersects with the medial border of adductor longus. The saphenous nerve should be hyperechoic and lateral to the superficial femoral artery at this position. Sometimes the nerve is not visible or can be confused with the posterior medial branch of the nerve to vastus medialis. The needle approaches the nerve from a lateral to medial direction, either in the fascial plane between the sartorius and vastus medialis muscle or by traversing the sartorius muscle. The injection must not only be subsartorial, but also in the aponeurotic plane that surrounds the nerve and vessel. If local anesthetic is injected into the adductor canal proper, 
it should spread circumferentially around the artery and nerve, as opposed to a more horizontal linear distribution under the sartorius muscle. A more distal approach can be used when the sensory block must be below the knee. Determine the true adductor canal and follow the saphenous branch of the descending genicular artery distally. The nerve should be located in close proximity, although it may not be visualized. Insert the needle in a lateral to medial direction and inject 5 to 10 milliliters of local anesthetic to block the saphenous nerve. Pearls. The choice of a block site should involve thoughtful consideration of patient priorities, such as optimizing analgesia or avoiding motor blockade. Remember that a good choice for a procedure on the knee is a distal femoral triangle or proximal adductor canal block, along with other supplemental blocks, obturator, sciatic, interspace between the popliteal artery and capsule of the posterior knee, intermediate femoral cutaneous nerve, lateral femoral cutaneous nerve for more complete coverage of the knee. Low volumes of local anesthetic 10 to 15 milliliters are sufficient to provide a successful block, although ideal dose studies are still needed. Larger volumes of local anesthetic may cause greater spread with the potential for increased motor block or more extensive sensory block. Incremental dosing and frequent aspiration are always prudent when performing an adductor canal block because the target nerve is close to the superficial femoral artery and vein.